Welcome to our reflections for this week. I hope and pray that you know that because of God's grace, we can experience God's overwhelming and amazing love, regardless of what we have done. This week, as we think about Rahab, we are going to reflect on the wonder of God's grace. Grace is defined as receiving what we don't deserve. And throughout our lives, we have received grace. Firstly, from God, as well as from some of the people we know. And I'm sure that we have been gracious in our dealings with other people. So let us read from Joshua chapter 2, verses 1 to 24. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go, look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent a message to Rahab, Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone, the gate was shut. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land, and that a great fear of you has fallen on us, so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to Sion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. 
if you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. So she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. She said to them, Go to the hills so that the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourselves there three days until they return, and then go on your way. Now the men had said to her, This oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless, when we enter the land, you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you have brought your father and mother, your brothers and all your family into your house. If any of them go outside your house into the street, their blood will be on their own heads. We will not be responsible. As for those who are in the house with you, their blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on them. But if you tell what we are doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left, they went to the hills and stayed there three days until the pursuers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, forded the river and came to Joshua son of Nun and told him everything that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. Amen. For days it just hung there. For weeks it remained tied to the window. A scarlet cord, a crimson cable, a red rope. The people who walked round the city walls saw it and wondered what it meant. Oh, that's Rahab's house, people would say. I guess it is just a symbol for something. They weren't far wrong. It was indeed a symbol. It was a symbol of hope for Rahab. Hope that her good deed for these two strangers would indeed be rewarded. Hope that she and her family wouldn't receive the same fate that everyone else in the city was likely to face. Hope that she would receive grace from the God of the Israelites. As we read, Rahab knew exactly who these strangers were that she had welcomed into her house. She had protected them because she had faith in God. Listen again to the beginning and the end of our statement to the two spies. I know the Lord has given you this land. The Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. Wow, what a statement of faith from someone outside of the people of God. 
Is it any wonder that God was gracious to her? Years later, Jesus is challenged by a Canaanite woman who seeks healing from Jesus for her daughter. Jesus initially says that his ministry is only for the people of Israel. But when she persists and declares her faith in Jesus, he commends her for her faith and her daughter is healed. So Rahab, a Canaanite woman, declares her faith in God and the two spies tell her to tie the scarlet cord to her window as a sign of their promise that she and her family will be safe. A scarlet cord which was a symbol of God's grace to this woman who was outside of God's people. Weeks later, when the army of Israel arrived at the city and began to walk around it, I'm sure that Rahab was nervous despite her trust in God. She hoped and she prayed that the scarlet cord would indeed provide the protection that she had been promised. And sure enough, when the walls came tumbling down, Joshua saved her and her family. The two spies quickly found a house again because of the scarlet cord and brought Rahab and her family out of the city and to a place of safety. Rahab and her family were saved and allowed to live in the land. However, because of God's grace, in time they became part of God's family. For Rahab married an Israelite and ended up as a great-great-grandmother of King David and part of the lineage of Jesus. Every time we think about grace, it is like looking at a thing of beauty. John Newton was right, grace is amazing. In fact, grace is generous, loving, forgiving, extravagant, sufficient, comforting, hopeful, empowering, strengthening, freeing and encouraging. Grace is just so unexpected. We may ask for forgiveness and mercy, but through grace, God goes much further than we deserve. Listen to what some people have said about grace. Philip Yancey said, Grace does not depend on what we have done for God, but rather what God has done for us. Ask people, what they must do to get to heaven and most reply be good. Jesus stories contradict that answer. All we must do is cry help. John Stott said grace is love that cares and stoops and rescues. Max Lucado said grace is not blind. It sees the heart full well but chooses to see God's forgiveness even more. And Rick Warren said, What gives me the most hope every day is God's grace, knowing that his grace is going to give me strength for whatever I face, knowing that nothing is a surprise to God. 
One thing about grace which we must always remember is that it should not be taken advantage of. Grace should always spur us into action as we seek to serve God. While grace is not dependent on our actions, grace and the faith that it is based on should motivate us to reveal God's grace to those we know. St Augustine wrote the following, For grace is given not because we have done good works, but in order that we may be able to do them. And Karl Barth said, Grace must find expression in life, otherwise it is not grace. This echoes what James wrote about Rahab. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Therefore, the scarlet cord is a symbol of God's grace which is completely dependent on all that Jesus did for us on the cross. In fact, the scarlet cord points us to Jesus' blood, which he shed, through which we have been saved and forgiven of our sins. Therefore, the scarlet cord hanging from Rahab's window, which was a sign of her protection, reminds us of the scarlet cord of God's grace which has rescued us and given us the protection that we need. Shall we pray? Loving God, we are indeed amazed by your grace because you have saved us and brought us into your family forever. Once we were outside of it, but because we put our faith in you, we now belong to you forever. Through your grace, we have been forgiven. Through your grace, we have received from your generosity. Through your grace, we have experienced your love. Through your grace, we have felt your comfort in times of sadness. Through your grace, we have been empowered to live for you. Through your grace, we have received strength and encouragement. How wonderful is your grace. And we give you thanks for all that you have done and are doing in our lives. As we reflect on the life of Rahab, we remember that your grace makes such a difference to those who experience it and that you always have a great plan for their lives. Therefore help us to know your guidance in our lives as you lead us forward and encourage us to show grace to those we know. Wonderful God, we bring to you our concerns for this world. 
We pray for the many situations that we are worried about and ask that your will would be done. Please provide comfort for those who mourn. Help them to know your love and compassion at this time. Please provide peace for those who are worried and find the stress difficult to cope with. Please provide healing to those who are ill, whether they are at home or in hospital. Please provide hope to those in situations of conflict and guide people to seek peace rather than war. Loving Father, we are so glad that we belong to your family and at this time we remember our brothers and sisters in different parts of our world. Be with those who have much less than we do. Be with those who face situations that we find hard to understand. Be with those who experience real persecution because of their faith and because they belong to you. Be with all those who meet, who worship, who read your word and who learn more about you. Unite us as one family, a family brought together through your grace and embraced by your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So as we continue to think about God's grace, let us sing the hymn Before the Throne of God Above. King of glory and 
So let us continue to enjoy God's grace, which brings us into his family, even though we do not deserve it. And until we meet again, take care, stay safe, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.